Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple. 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge, Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's a Tuesday. It's hour one. Come on in. Stay a while. We'll check in with the always opinionated Nick Wright on what the Lakers did to Frank Vogel and where they go from here. There's already talk that maybe they go after Utah's head coach, um, uh, Quinn Snyder. You also have Philly's Doc Rivers in the mix there as well. But Doc, if I'm Doc, I'm looking at, I got a good, uh, you know, big man in Joel Embiid. I got James Harden. You know, I got some Tyrese Maxey. I got some good players there. Uh, Do I want to go to a rebuild or is it just getting back to Los Angeles for Doc Rivers? All right. uh, We'll have a poll question, play of the day, stat of the day, all of that forthcoming. And uh, your phone calls are welcome. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. We'll have uh, that poll question. Seton will provide uh, the honors there. The Lakers made it official yesterday firing Frank Vogel. And it was no secret that they underachieved the past two seasons. You lose in the first round in 2021, failed to make the play-in tournament this year. And they do have talent. It's just the pieces didn't fix uh, fit. And, it, you know, it's like having a jigsaw puzzle, and then you open it up, and then you start to put it together, and you go, wait, is this the wrong jigsaw puzzle? Or maybe half of it's the jigsaw puzzle you thought it was, and the other half isn't. And then you start to point fingers Well, Frank Vogel, you point the finger at him because he's the one who got fired. But they had more starting lineups than wins this year. And Frank Vogel wasn't the one who said, let's bring in Russell Westbrook. 
Russell Westbrook did talk about a disconnect he had with Frank Vogel. He talked yesterday. I'm not sure what his issue was with me, or I'm not sure why, but um, I can't really give you an answer why things we never really connected. Maybe, you know, um, that's something that he has to answer, but I never, you know, from the get-go was feeling like I was having to, like, try to prove myself to him and my capabilities and what I've been able to do for this game. And it's unfortunate, but it's really not kind of out of my hands. Okay, Russell Westbrook doesn't have a title. It's up to him to fit in with Frank Vogel's team. Frank Vogel's got a championship. Russell Westbrook doesn't. Now, is he a Hall of Famer? Absolutely. But I always find that interesting that you come to a new team and then you expect the coach to maybe meet you halfway, more than halfway. Russ has to meet him halfway as well. And it felt like there was a disconnect from the beginning. And that might be in part because Frank Vogel didn't want Russell Westbrook. Because Frank wants guys who are going to play defense. And Russell Westbrook is not going to play defense. <laughs> yes, he. But don't you want to, if you bring in a player, don't you want to play to their strengths rather than force them into your box of what they think they should be? I don't know what Russell Westbrook's strengths are anymore, Seton. Like, that's part of the problem is Russ thinks he's a player that he used to be. And he's a singular talent. And the comparison you're always going to get is Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson, they created a system for Allen Iverson. You're not creating a system for Russell Westbrook, certainly with the Lakers. Yes, he... Because when you listen to LeBron James' soundbite, one of them from yesterday, it seemed pretty clear that um, he had an idea of the way Russ should play. And like his what he thought of, LeBron says, well, you have Russ leading the break, I'm out on the wing, AD is the lob threat. You know, it seemed pretty clear that in LeBron James's mind, he had a role for Russell Westbrook. Well, LeBron certainly loves Russell Westbrook. He had this to say yesterday. One thing about Russ that I love and, and will always love is, you know, just his competitive spirit, what he brings to the game every single night. And when you're in a profession where so many injuries happen and so many things go on and to have a guy that's reliable and can put on a uniform every single night, that's something I respect, you know, out of everything. And, you know, I'm not going to sit here and make decisions for the front office and things of that nature, but you know, I love being a teammate with Russ and, you know, that's just the way it is. I can put on a uniform every night. It's, it's what I do when I wear the uniform. Man, I, I love having Russ out here every night. Ball going off his legs, uh, you know, turnovers, missed shots. Yeah, but he's out here every night. Yes, he... I'm surprised it's not being twisted more into a shot at Anthony Davis. Like a dude who's not out oh, there every night because uh, he's so fragile. Ooh, ooh, That's ooh, kind of what ooh, LeBron is saying. Ooh. I respect a guy who could be out here playing every night. Well, it doesn't get hurt. It doesn't sound like uh, Russell Westbrook's going anywhere if LeBron has his say-so, or at least he's saying this publicly, but he may love Russ, and Russ does play hard. I've said this many times on the show. I do love the fact that he, he does care. I just don't think he plays well, and there's a reason why you've been on four teams in the last four years. It's You can't build around him. When he averaged a triple-double, it was his team, but that's a long time ago. And there was a fascination with Russ with what he was doing. And, you know, you win the MVP, he's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer, but that's why he got kicked to the curb in these other places, Houston, Washington. You know, with the Lakers, he's just not that same player. And he never developed a jump shot. And it feels like he can be careless. He does, he does try to do 
too much sometimes. And he's not one of those guys that, boy, get him in a half-court offense and he's going to pick you apart. I mean, he's not Chris Paul. And even in transition, he just gets loose with things. He gets kind of in his mind. His mind is going so fast in trying to process, and then his body can't keep up with it, or vice versa. But now the Lakers looking for a replacement. They have no cap space, an aging roster, an impatient front office. Other than that, should be great. But I guess uh, LeBron's saying publicly he loves Russ, and you're going to bring him back. And maybe if you bring in another head coach, like I don't know if you can change him. You know, Allen Iverson still wanted to be Allen Iverson his entire career. It, I can't change you at 34. You know, Kevin Love changed when he, you know, was winning a championship. You know, in Minnesota, he was a guy putting up 20 and 20 some nights, 30 and 30 one night. But he wasn't, you know, they weren't winning. They weren't doing anything. He knows that he's got to be the third wheel with LeBron and Kyrie. When Chris Bosh went to Miami, Bosh knew that I used to be the man in Toronto. Now I have to, I'm third in line. The pecking order with the throne, it's LeBron, D. Wade, and then it's me. You know, does Russ understand that? And what is that role that you go, you just plug him in there. It's not like he's a sharpshooter or a shot blocker. He's got the ball all the time. And that's not always a good thing. Yeah, Paul. You know, and Russell has never stopped shooting. Like, he, he doesn't shoot as much because there's more options on his team. I always wish he would play like Rajon Rondo did. Rajon Rondo. Rondo knew he couldn't shoot, so he didn't shoot a lot. He, shoot economic, he would shoot economically, but he'd lead the team in assists, lead the team in steals, rebound like crazy, be a defensive force. Rondo won and was always a good player because he knew he couldn't shoot and avoided it. Yeah. It sort of felt like when I watched Well, it. Rajon was never at the level that Westbrook was. Well, the Westbrook of mass numbers, not yeah, but, mass efficiency. Yeah, but Westbrook won an MVP. Rajon Rondo has never come close. No, but... Uh, so to to have that, I was the MVP. Rajon, you know, Rondo was just a you know really good complimentary player. He did the right things. Uh, he very high basketball IQ, understood the game and his role. But if you're the MVP and I average a triple-double, it's not like you can kind of suppress your ego and go, and now I'm just going to be a defensive guy or I'm going to rebound. I would never let him shoot a jumper. I would tell him every single time, just go to the hoop. That's it. Just go to the hoop. But I would also ask, insist that he play defense because you can't be that good of an athlete and then you're not a lockdown defender. And look, you know, nobody played defense for this team. They were one of the worst defensive teams. And they didn't even care. They weren't even hiding the fact that they were terrible on defense. But we'll talk to Nick Wright about what the Lakers do from here. You know, does Quinn Snyder want to leave Utah? Is Utah going to maybe dismantle that team? Is this the final run for them? Would Doc want to go back to Los Angeles? Would he want to leave Philadelphia? I also wonder, does Philly want Doc Rivers back? I guess that would be the, uh, the bigger question there. Play-in games coming up tonight. Cavs in the Nets. That's at Brooklyn. I would, uh, I would love for my Cavaliers to shock the world, but without Jared Allen, they're not going to beat the Nets in Brooklyn, in my opinion. Jared Allen, the former Net, was great for this team. Uh, they've been a really good story. Uh, love Darius Garland. 
but I just don't see that happening with the Nets. The Clippers will be at Minnesota coming up tonight. This might be the first time you watch Minnesota with Anthony Edwards, Carl Anthony Towns, and uh, they are a very interesting team. Edwards is a dynamic player. He's a lot of fun. Yes. Yeah, Marv. Over under five. How many technical fouls tonight between the Clippers? Or maybe not technical fouls, but a little dust-ups between Patrick Beverly mm-hmm. and the Clippers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Five technicals? I wanted to clean that up. Like dust-ups, little, you know, a face-to-face, little... nose-to-nose, little interactions. Well, that's how Patrick Beverly plays. Um uh... If I'm Minnesota, I guess that's what I want. I, I want to have him stir it up a little bit there. Not too much, but just enough. You know, because uh, Paul George said, hey, this is, isn't about me against uh, Patrick Beverly. But it might be about him and Patrick Beverly at some point tonight. Yeah, Paul. Does anybody comfortably know the playing game rules? Like the Nets are playing the Cavs. Who's out if they lose tonight? If the 7-8, uh, is that a one-and-done game? Or is the 9-10 a one-and-done game? The seventh and eighth seed have two chances to win a play-in game to advance to the playoffs. The ninth and tenth seeds need to win two consecutive games to get in. Excuse me? Seven-eight game, the seventh seed will host the eighth seed in each conference. The winner of the seven-eight game will earn the seventh seed in the playoffs. <laughs> so wait, the, the Nets, if they lose tonight to the Cavs, are still in or, or not out yet? Uh, okay. The Nets are what place right now? Seven. Seven. So the Nets—they have two chances. Two chances. Yeah. You the, asked for it, and then I gave you the information, and you know less than you did before I asked. You asked me. Okay. So the Pelicans, Spurs—is that—is that—that's a nine-ten game. Let's say the Pelicans won. They're not in yet. They've had to win two games. Then they have to play the loser of seven-eight. Seven-eight. Right. Oh, okay. So Hornets and the Hawks coming up on Wednesday, Spurs and the Pelicans. Uh, that will follow that one as well. These are play-in games. You know who got lost in the shuffle this year? And he had an unbelievable year. Unbelievable year. You guys want to guess? Got just I felt like he got lost. He he slipped off of mainstream radar. And I'm not sure why. Hmm. Which conference? Oh, stop. <laughs> Damian, Damian Lillard? No, it's Trey Young. Oh. Damian Lillard didn't play. Trey Young led the league in scoring and assist. And it doesn't, you know, that's only happened one other time with Nate Archibald back in the uh, early 70s. Trey Young had a great year, but it felt, it, it feels like the other players are moving higher than him. Like his elevator stopped and, you know, Lucas is going higher. Uh, Embiid's going higher. I mean, you can run down the list of people. And it felt like Trey Young, he kind of peaked last year in the, the playoffs against the Knicks. But after that, uh, it felt like, you know, and also this is a guy, and I don't know the exact stat here, how many guys have led the nation in scoring and assist in college and led the NBA in scoring and assist? Now, he had the most points, and so it's tricky because Nate Archibald had the highest scoring average and the highest assist total, 
when he did it back in the early 70s, Trey Young had the most points. He didn't have the highest average, but he also led an assist as well. But it, it felt like, I don't know, we forgot about Trey Young. Maybe we get reintroduced to Trey Young here in the playoffs. Yes, he. That would be the John Morant effect. Yeah, it could be. John Morant filled that, uh, yeah. took that mantle or filled that hole, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. He replaced Trey Young this year. Yes, I agree. That's a good call. Yes, Marv. Or maybe he needs to go back to New York and abuse the Knicks in the playoffs again. Mm. Well, the Knicks have to get in the playoffs again. That would help. Then you could have that showdown. Touche. All right. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it wasn't meant as a touche. We have different <laughs> ideas about success. We achieve it at different times in different ways. We strive to reach our financial goals. We can't afford to make mistakes or go at it alone. Invest in your success. Invest with a Stiefel Financial Advisor, Stiefel Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC NYSE. We'll take a break and we'll try to come up with a poll question. Nick Wright will join us a little bit later on. And uh, your phone calls are welcome. We say good morning to those watching on Peacock and listening on our great radio affiliates around the country, numbering nearly 400. We're back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Fruit smoothie, the M-Drive Lean. You just take a scoop. That's it. Seton was talking to the folks at M-Drive yesterday for a long period of time. I'm not going to let age beat me. All right. That's what they told Seton. Hey, don't let age beat you. Yeah. Refind your prime with M-Drive. Because you know what? Getting older sucks. Yes, it does. M-Drive, not as much. But as we age... It gets harder to stay healthier. And that's why I take M-Drive. Supplements for driven guys who refuse to let age beat them or slow them down. M-Drive Lean, first-of-its-kind protein powder, can actually help you lose weight. Backed by science, contains a clinically tested blood orange extract that supports reduction in weight, waist size, and body mass. Quick and easy addition to your daily routine. Find M-Drive Lean at mdrivedan.com. You get 20% off your first order with the promo code DAN. If you're not happy after 60 days, get your money back guaranteed. Don't let age beat you. Visit mdrivedan.com. Promo code DAN. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app, at FSR, or stream us live on the Peacock app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. 
With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Got some quick math for you. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, and delivering your product or service, the more margin you have, the more money you keep. Right? That's obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, borrowing, everything else costs more. So let's reduce that. The headaches, the cost. Smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system that brings accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and brings it onto one platform. One source of truth. So you're only paying for that. It reduces IT costs because NetSuite lives in the clouds. No hardware required. Accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash Patrick right now and save NetSuite.com slash Patrick. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Oh my God. The play. The play is called play. Of the day. Let's go. Check this out. He swung on him. Right gap. center field. It's going to get down for a base hit in the gap. And it's going to give the Phillies the lead. Gregorius trying for second. He's in there with a slide. And the Phillies lead it 5-4 to four here in the bottom of the eighth. Phillies rally from four down, equaling their biggest comeback against the Mets since 2015. That's courtesy of WIP, Phillies Radio Network. That's our play of the day, brought to you by Panini America. Hottest rookies, biggest superstars, all-time greats. Only one place to collect them all. Panini Trading Cards, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. For instant classics, autograph cards, memorabilia cards, rare inserts, and more. Starter, continue your collection now at Panini America. There is a player who plays for the Guardians. Still weird to say that. His name is Stephen Kwan. He went 9 for 13 in the Guardians series against Kansas City. He reached base in 15 of the 19 plate appearances. Two walks, a triple, 
And uh, he's the first player in baseball history to reach base at least three times in each of his first four games. Now, I remember when it used to be the old days where you try to get on base whatever way you could get on base. Maybe a base hit. Something as foreign as that. Don't have many of those nowadays. And I was wondering how many players hit over 320 last year? Because normally you would say you're going to compete for a batting title. You'd probably be batting over 320. How many players hit better than 320 last year, Paul? Uh, two. Trey Turner hit 328. Frank Schwindel hit 326. Yeah. 20 years ago, there was 10 players who hit over 320 in a season. Yeah. Well, then you had power hitters who were batting over 320. Now, it's rare. And you used to value that, or at least, you know, before analytics, you'd say, well, Tony Gwynn, I don't know how valuable Tony Gwynn would be in today's game. Because he didn't hit a lot of home runs. It doesn't mean he couldn't, but... Tony was known for being a really good fielder. He once led the league in stolen bases, maybe a couple of times, over 50 stolen bases. We don't value that anymore. And he's going to bat 350. But, you know, the analytics will show that Adam Dunn might be as valuable because he walked, strike out, and hit home runs and had a pretty good on-base percentage. You know, he batted probably 230. Tony Gwynn would bat 330 for his career. But, you know, trying to figure out what is valuable nowadays, that's why when I see somebody like, man, he's batting 750 right now. Okay. How valuable are you? I always thought you got on base. What's better, a strikeout or a base hit? And then you hear, the, you know, the analytics people, and they'll go, uh, no, you got to, you know, it's all about uh, hitting home runs here. And I thought, well, Brett Gardner played for the Yankees. And uh, when he did, he was a guy who used his speed and uh, contact hitter. And then all of a sudden, he decided he was going to swing for home runs as well. And I don't know what he batted, like 231. I just, I, I don't know. I'm just fascinated by that, that you know, th these are the analytics. And this is, it's like a team that is not shooting, shouldn't shoot threes, but you're supposed to shoot threes instead of going for two. Because that's what the analytics say. Yeah, Paul. Do you think that most Major League Baseball players choose this direction, strikeout or home run, because they think home runs get you paid? Or is it, I, I can't well, think of why. That's the analytics. Yeah. But why doesn't someone, why aren't there a couple contact hitters? I know Tony Gwynn's don't happen every day. But guys that hit 330 and hit 10 home runs. But how, like Ichiro, how valuable would Ichiro be? Great fielder, could run. And would bat, you know, 360. Yeah, Seaton. But the, the number that 20 years ago there were 10 players that hit over 320 doesn't sound very impressive to me either. Well, but it's five times as many as last season. It is, but it's still only like 1% of the total league. Yeah. A, to me, that if it was 200 players out of the 750, <laughs> I would be like, damn, the game has really changed. But going from 10 players to two over the course of 20 years is like, okay. Um, there's no shame in striking out anymore. That's, that's really what it comes down to. It used to be when you struck out, like you had your head down, you're walking back. You wanted to make contact. You didn't want somebody to strike out. Now you don't care. It's, it's, and I go back to a former teammate of Alex Rodriguez uh, with the Yankees said, A-Rod, when he would strike out, would come back 
and he wanted to look at the video to see how good he looked striking out. That, hey, I struck out, but did I look good striking out? I didn't look like I was fooled, did I? And the teammate would say, no, no, it looked like you were right on it. And that was almost like, okay. Yeah, Paul. Since Tony Gwynn retired, now that's 21 years ago, there's only been really a handful of guys who've hit over 320, 325, and had very low strikeouts. But none of them are household names. They're guys like Juan Pierre or Jason Kendall, our buddy Sean Casey, Mark Loretta. They're all guys who hit 325, 330, get like 13, 14 home runs, so they're never considered power hitters. You, you can make an all-star game or two like that, but you can't make a Hall of Fame like that. And you can't get big-time paid like that, it appears. Yeah. I, I'm with you. I want well, more Tony Gwynn's. But. Well, therefore, you get more action. You, you want the game to have movement. And the commissioner's been trying to get this. He said that he's trying to get more action in the game. And, and if you go back and watch one of those you know, ESPN classics, you'll see movement. Like there's so much more going on in the game. And I think that helps just the attention span that we have or we don't have. When you're watching the game, there is something going on. Like when the guy gets on first base, you think he might steal. Now the guy gets on first base. He's like, yeah, just here until you know, Jimmy Lipper hits a bomb here. And then I'll walk around the bases. Yes, Marv. You're right, because how often when you watch a baseball game, do you see somebody do like a pickoff move? Like Andy Petty used to do that, you know, 20 years yeah. ago, great pickoff. Yeah. But now they just focus on the batter because they're not going anywhere. Yeah, there's no reason to steal bases. A-Rod once said to me, I said, why don't you steal bases anymore? And he goes, if they start paying me to steal bases, I will. Nobody cares about stealing bases. I still think one of these days, somebody's going to try to replicate what Whitey Herzog had with the St. Louis Cardinals. And that is just speed. You know, your ballpark, you know, have a larger ballpark and you have Willie McGee, uh, Vince Coleman. You just had guys, Tommy Hur. you got guys who could run. And, and that, you know, having pressure that you put on the team. There's nobody who put more pressure on a team than Ricky Henderson. And it was fascinating because he could walk, get on first. He's going to steal. And then he would go to third. And then he would score on a, you know, infield grounder or a sack fly. But he would single-handedly manufacture a run. And he would put everybody on alert. Because when he got on there, then the pitcher worried about him. And there was just movement there, but it's just not valued anymore. Yes, Eden. Do you think faster athletes are playing other sports now? Well, I, I, there's still speed in the game. I just think you don't really realize how fast somebody is as much. Because it used to be when you go, man, that guy, he's got 50 you know, bags that he stole. Yes, he Because the, the NFL is probably faster than it's ever been. Yeah. Right? If you look at the, the numbers that guys are putting up there are just like off the charts, yep. right? But baseball, that element of the game has completely gone away. I just don't know. If you had somebody who was blazing fast, like a Tyreek Hill or, or you know, Jalen Waddell or somebody, you would have them steal bases still, wouldn't you? But I don't know if there's, you know, somebody's really fast and they say, I don't want to play baseball because I can't utilize my speed or they wouldn't yeah. embrace my speed. Maybe. I don't know. I've never, I've never thought of that. But you're still utilizing your speed whenever you swing the bat. It's just you don't utilize your speed when you get on the bases. That They give you the green light to steal. And I love that mind game. I love that the pitcher, the catcher, and the guy on first base and everything that was going on, 
because there was the threat of that guy's going to steal. You know, I go back to when Lou Brock, you know, broke the all-time record. I mean, it was a it was a big deal when when Ricky set the all-time record stolen bases. It was a big deal, but speed was embraced back then. Now, it's not. You know, it's it's all about your launch angle, and and this is the same with the pitchers. I mean, it's not about pitching being crafty. It's about, I'm going to throw as hard as I can for as long as I can and then get Tommy John surgery and then I'll be back. <laughs> Tradition. I, yeah, unlike any other. Yeah, Paul. Well, I was wondering if a general manager's ever thought, like if you're the Pittsburgh Pirates general manager, you know you can't spend $100 million. That's never going to happen. I'm going to go the opposite and get a bunch of uh, hitters, you know, numbers hitters, guys who could run and play that kind of style, knowing I'll never have to pay those guys because there's no market for them. When if you're hitting 330 with 12 home runs for the Pittsburgh Pirates and 50 stolen bases, nobody else in baseball wants you because nobody plays that way. So you would stay a pirate. They would pay you. Like, but totally you, change the financial system based off the changing the players you bid on. But you also have to find those players because today's player is emulating what's going on in the major leagues. I throw really hard and I swing really hard. It's not, you know, just put your bat on the ball. And the same thing with looking at shooters now. Everybody wants to be a three-point shooter. And not everybody should be, but, but you're, you're trying to find guys who can also hit the mid-range jumper. And that, that's another thing that I, I, I wonder if you can see a team that is just more inside presence, taking advantage of the defensive mismatches that you have. Uh, like Shaq, if Shaq played, is Shaq going to be averaging 30 a game? Would he average more? Nobody's going to stop him down low. Like Kareem, if he played now, would Kareem be shooting threes? I can't imagine. I mean, he had the, you know, the, the stroke to be able to do it. But, you know, that's what I always wonder about. Will Chamberlain couldn't shoot, but he would just be a dominating presence down low. And so I'm, I'm always curious with the evolution of things. And it's almost like clothes. You know, you see something, you go, oh, that's back in style. Like, does the stolen base come back in style? These guys can't bunt. They don't know how to bunt. <laughs> They've never been asked to bunt. I find that amazing. It's, it's one of the fundamental things you learn when you play baseball. Yeah, Seaton. But again, looking at how hard people throw now, I'm not squaring around. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing that. Uh, Hell no. Well, Hopefully they throw a strike. Yeah, it's Paul. like somebody used to throw like 91, 92, and you were like, dang, that's some serious heat. And now it's like it's an off-speed pitch. <laughs> I was looking back at Deion Sanders' career, and he, I don't know if he gets enough credit for his baseball career because it was part-time. Yeah. But when he was 26 years old, Deion, he hit 283 in a season with 40 stolen bases, and he played half the time. Yeah. He had 300 at-bats. If you prorate that to a full season, you know, 283 with 60 stolen bases, that's a nice baseball player yeah I just don't think that you're having players who were being uh, kind of positioned that way that this is what we want it's everybody is throwing I don't think you can get a scout's attention unless you're throwing 95 yes Eden. somebody uh, just back to that point about faster athletes choosing other sports somebody on Twitter just pointed out Kyler Murray choosing the NFL over baseball he's he's pretty quick yeah I don't know maybe there's a trend there Let's take a break. I want to talk to Nick Wright about what the Lakers do now and how would he rate LeBron's season. Was this a good season for LeBron, even though they didn't make the playoffs? We'll get to phone calls coming up. We'll settle on our poll question as well. Back after this, Dan Patrick Show. 
Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong podcast. This is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth. Absolute fire on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Facts only. Make sure you check your feelings at the door because no BS is allowed. We keep it 100. This is where real conversations happen. Listen to the Right or Wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We were just talking about spring training, playing baseball, going to baseball games, playing softball, and I just brought back that taste when you're there at a spring training game and you get to have a Miller Lite. It's a warm afternoon, Scottsdale, Arizona. Beer here! Paulie used to be a beer vendor. I was a beer vendor at Scottsdale Stadium, and I slung Miller Lite, so I was just throwing them out there. Okay. Not literally. Okay, but just that cold, refreshing taste. The crack? Yes, not the crack of the bat. Which is better, crack of the bat's crack of the beer? Oh, I'd crack of the beer, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Miller Lite. It tastes like beer. How about that? That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And you should, too. They've been doing this since 1975. The original light beer. Everybody else is just trying to imitate them. Less filling, only 96 calories. Times change, but you can always enjoy the great taste of Miller Lite. Tastes like Miller time. Miller Lite. Get it delivered to your door. Visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick. Or you can pick up some Miller Lite pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. 
This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Our stats of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. I mentioned that uh, Stephen Kwan, he's a rookie with the Guardians. Still strange to say that. He uh, has reached base in 15 of 19 plate appearances. He went 9 for 13 in the series against the Kansas City Royals. I don't know how much they value a guy who gets on base, gets a couple of base hits here. It's always like, uh, how, many, how many home runs you got here? Let's bring in Nick Wright. First things first, co-host. Are you a baseball fan? Not so much, but I'm a fan of hearing you rail about how back in my day you valued some ducks on the pond. It wasn't all about the long ball. Back when men were men and the game was played the right way, I could have listened to that for a while. But that doesn't mean I'm wrong in what I said. No, you're right. Uh, I mean, no, you're right. Listen, anal- here's a take. Uh, baseball has gotten too smart for its own good. And every once in a while, you're talking about analytics. Yeah, I I am. Because that's to me, when you say you don't know how much they value base runners, it's because like every once in a while, sports leagues need to have a moment of humility and recognize there is nothing inherently more valuable from the world's best baseball or basketball player compared to the world's best high ally and Frisbee golfer. The reason they make the mo- the difference in money is because people enjoy watching them. And every once in a while, the pursuit of winning uh, undercuts the watchability. I think that's happened with baseball. And I think you have to take it very, very seriously because I see it starting to happen with basketball with, uh, you know, kind of the, how it's all three pointer, you know, centric about who wins and loses is what made basketball as popular as it was, was guys are flying through the air superhuman feats and because the smart numbers in baseball and basketball have driven you away from some of the most exciting parts of the game that's a risky game to be played in the entertainment business and if you need to tweak rules accordingly you should well basketball used to be about movement and there's less movement in basketball now it is everybody is on the perimeter and waiting for their turn to take take a shot you still have unbelievable players and then in college College, there was some bad basketball played in March Madness, you know, because of the proliferation of the three-point shot. Everybody thinks they can shoot it, and even though it's closer, um, there's a lot of guys who should not be taking threes. Well, listen, college basketball, in part because of the racial dynamics of it and also in part because of just people's own kind of nostalgia to it, people have convinced themselves, people, they, oh, my God, it's great defense in college basketball. No, it's not. It's terrible offense. It's guys that can't shoot. It's guys with open jumpers and missing it. 
And I mean, I feel like Dan, you could, you you could to this day provide eight minutes off the bench just with some quality jump shooting in college basketball. So yeah, you know, there's a lot of a lot of the kind. I joke with you about the back in my day stuff, but a lot of it's true. Like there are certain things that need to be refined a bit more similarly to how they once were done. That part's fair. I wanted to have you on about the Lakers situation of what they do moving forward here. Um, A lot of people came out and said, you know, they were unfair to Frank Vogel. I don't know what role he played in this. If you want to start there and then we could look at what kind of coach can they get? Should they get for next year? Well, let's start with Vogel. Let's just say Dan out of seemingly nowhere, this show had its worst year in the history of the show, it was a failure on all accounts at all levels. You think Paulie gets fired? Maybe. You think Paulie gets fired if maybe he's only been there for three years? Probably. Is it all Paulie's fault? No. But when you have the worst in a 70-year history, a lot of people should be fired. The only real issue I have with Vogel getting fired is it looks like Palinka is going to escape any accountability. And I, if, I think Palinka is far more accountable than Vogel is. But... The Lakers blew the second most double-digit leads of any team in basketball this year. That's got to be a little bit of coaching, right? The fact that at this very moment, the player with the eighth most starts for the Lakers this year was DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan, like, that's an active coaching choice, and it was the wrong one. And maybe no one could have reached Russ, but it is the coach's job to try to. So I don't feel badly for Frank Vogel. I also don't think firing Frank Vogel solves it. But I also think, Dan, when we see Coach of the Year ballots, Taylor Jenkins is going to win. But you know who also is going to get a lot of votes? Ty Lue, Monty Williams, Jason Kidd. What do those three names have in common? They all wanted to coach the Lakers. And so that also doesn't help Frank Vogel, I don't think. You know, Russell Westbrook said, look, we never connected him and Vogel. And, And it is incumbent upon the coach. Even though you might not want that player, you still need that player to help you. And I wonder if Vogel used Russell Westbrook the, the correct way or to, to maximize I, Russell Westbrook. Dan, I listen, Russell, one of my favorite players ever to watch. I used to say all the time how I found it borderline inspiring how hard he went every game. I think that's a huge part of sports. And I thought he was a guy, if you have kids growing up playing, it's like, hey, watch this guy. You can't tell what quarter it is, what game it is. He's given his all out. But – Russell Westbrook, to me, is in denial, and his press conference yesterday showed it, and I don't think there is a proper way to use it. So I'm going to use a quick story and an analogy and follow me on it. You've heard the old anecdote about if a parent finds their kids smoking. So they're like, you're going to smoke this pack of cigarettes, and you're never going to want to smoke again. And, and sometimes that works, and sometimes the kid gets addicted, right? So I had something similar happen to me when I was young, playing my dad in pool. I maybe have told you the story. I'm not sure. Playing him a nine ball, a couple dollars on the five, five dollars on the nine, and I am crushing him. I'm like, my dad stinks at pool. So he's like, oh, you got to let me chance to get my money back. I'm like, okay, raise the stakes, whatever. You're awful at this. He won $111 from me, Dan. <laughs> I was 12 years old. He made me pay it back over the course of 18 months. And he thought, here's the reason I'm telling this story. He thought the lesson I was learning was don't gamble. The lesson I took from it was, is my God, if you're good at gambling, you can make a lot of money and such is my life. So, so, uh, here's the, why I tell that story. 
I think the 2017 season for Russell Westbrook was that pack of cigarettes moment, that pool game, and he took the wrong lesson. 2017, scoring title, MVP, triple-double, in the playoffs, had a 50-point triple-double that they lost. Games two, three, four, five of the playoffs, they lost three of four. He averaged 41, 12, and 12. That was a fork in the road moment, first year without Durant, where he could have learned, wow, I led the league in scoring. I averaged a triple-double. I averaged 40 a game in the postseason, and we stunk. I need to adjust. The lesson he took from it was, this is fun and awesome, (laughs) and I guess my teammates got to figure out how to pick up the slack. And he's now has a half decade of these great numbers prior to this year, no success, and won't learn from it. So I... You know, my buddy Broussard, who I host the show with, Dan, he's been bringing up Iverson. And if you – Iverson in 2008, Dan, was 26 points a game, all-star, led the league in minutes, played all 82 games. That was 2008. Iverson in 2010 was in Turkey. It can go quick, man. And I worry about that for Russ. And I can't change him at 34. No. You know, he's no. he's not somebody who can adapt like Kevin Love did with the Cavaliers, Chris Bosh did with the Miami Heat. His his Like Mello did. Yeah. How about Mello yeah. with the Blazers? Yeah. After laughing about coming off the bench was valuable for them. And he didn't even really have to adapt his game. It's not like Mello's like, I'm gonna be a lockdown defender. Mello's game was the same, but he accepted a different role. I don't think Russ is willing to do that. It's really worrying for him. And Andre Iguodala, he was not at the level at Russ, but he he understood his role and really embraced that. I mean, he went from being a scorer to a defensive-minded player, defensive stopper there. I just think with all that athleticism, I should get more out of Russ. It's just I think because he has all that athleticism, I get less because he still tries to do more. I would never let him take a jumper. I would say, take it to the hoop and play great defense. Use that athleticism. Go to the boards. Do the smaller things, not taking 15, 18-foot jumpers. And listen, I thought, and I think that's what LeBron thought. I think LeBron thought, I'll be able to get my arms around him, and we'll get the good of Russ, which is the fearlessness, the availability, which he should get credit for, the one Laker that was available all year. Uh and not get the bad part, but it was almost nothing but the bad part this year. Could you see Quinn Snyder or Doc Rivers entertain the idea of coaching the Lakers? So here's the thing on that. The only way it happens, and I think Wilds, who I know is your favorite member of the television show, um, I, I think Wilds made this point. The only way that happens is if those guys fail this year, right? Like the only way that Doc Rivers is available is if the Sixers get knocked out early, round one or round two. And the only way Quinn Snyder's available is if the same thing happens to the Jazz. So do you want, like, if those guys got fired, would they entertain the possibility? Yeah, I think they would. But would that make sense for the Lakers? I'm not certain. I like the idea of Juwan Howard, personally. Hmm. I like what he's done at Michigan. I don't mind occasionally putting your hands on somebody. I think sometimes, you know, you need that. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I like I like the idea of Juwan. Ben Simmons making his debut maybe in the this playoffs? This is insane. Like, you don't think this is going to happen, right? I hope it doesn't happen. Like He's been through a lot, and now I'm going to just throw him in there and you know, have him introduce himself to his teammates on a fast break. I just, it, it just feels like they could use him, but it feels like it's a little – I have trepidation it's, with it. It's pie in the sky. It's nonsense. He, I, the, people are talking about him returning to the Nets. 
He, he's never gotten he, – he's <laughs> arriving with the Nets. He's never played a game with them. Like the he, he first – and he hasn't played a game since the playoffs last year, which was his lowest professional moment. I think it's nuts. I think that anything involving Ben Simmons has to be next year. Now, of course, they need him. Can I tell you a net scenario, Dan? And this would be a great time, a great opportunity for you to pay back that, you know, night out on the town you owe me. If the Nets lose tonight and the Hawks win tomorrow, we get a chance for Trey Young, who is so deep in New York sports fans' head that they're chanting F. Trey Young at Yankee games, gets a chance to, after eliminating the Knicks last year, eliminate the Nets in Barclays on Thursday night. So I think the Nets will win tonight. But, God, Hawks-Nets, which, by the way, this is where you come in. You know, anywhere in the first five rows is fine. I can meet you there. Uh, seeing that in person would be epic theater. I know the league wants the Nets in the playoffs, but Trey Young sending both Knicks or both New York teams home within 12 months of each other would be unbelievable. I'm I'm more courtside or bust when it comes to yeah. You know. Well, then buy it. What do you mean? They're available. Guess what? It's <laughs> I know. Good seats are available. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> hey, great to talk to you as always. Have fun tonight at the game. Oh, a little quick hook after I try to get you to buy Well, no, I, I'm up against time. a break. No, I, oh, Do you yeah, understand how radio, radio works? Out. Oh, yeah, sure. See you, Can you hear the music? Wait. Do you hear the music? That yeah, means... time to update that. You've been saying music for 30 years, buddy. Thanks, Nick. <laughs> See you. That's Nick Wright. <laughs> That's one hour in the books and two more to go in this popular show. One more item as we close out hour one. We all have different ideas about success. We achieve it in different ways at different times. And if you've recently changed jobs or you're considering retirement, you're probably thinking about your own version of success and striving to reach your goals. And maybe it's time to start thinking about your investment portfolios and retirement accounts. Retirement's a big deal. When it comes to investing, most people can't afford to make mistakes and you shouldn't try to do it alone. For over 130 years, Stiefel Financial Advisors have helped clients like you create personalized retirement plans, understand the many options for claiming social security and implement an investment portfolio designed around your needs. And that's just the start. As a client, you have access to Stiefel's award-winning equity research and investment strategy views, enabling you to make informed decisions regarding your hard-earned wealth. Invest in your success. Find a Stiefel financial advisor at Stiefel.com. S-T-I-F-E-L.com. Stiefel, Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. 
Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Everything you love about Mercedes, the style, the comfort, the technology, the choice, is now available in electric. The vehicles, all electric. The feeling, all Mercedes. The choice, all yours. Learn more. MBUSA.com slash EQ.